Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and today I'm going to be reviewing Life Gamble. This is a 1979 Shaw Brothers release directed by Cheng Che and stars a lot of really big names, including Alexander Fu Sheng, uh, Kara Hui, a number of the Venoms, Philip Kwok, Lo Mang, uh, Ku Fung is also in it. There's a, just a, a, it's got a really great cast. Um, this was actually my first time seeing it. It is a very complex story uh and so i don't know if i can do justice to the uh to the plot line after having just seen it once but it's basically a little bit of a heist movie that all revolves around a uh a, a jade object that was uh was being transported by a security company and is worth hundreds of thousands of, of tales and it ends up being stolen by these four really powerful thieves who uh, can't agree on how to uh, how to divide the spoils so they decide to have a uh, sort of a gambling contest and um, and they go to this master gambler who is you know sort of a scheming uh, man in his own right and 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 he hosts this great gambling match and you know, against this, you have the uh, Ku Fung's character. He plays the constable and his daughter who are trying to retrieve the jade. The man who the jade belongs to, uh, I think his name was Mr. Nan, and uh, a blacksmith played by Philip Kwok. And the blacksmith is kind of the hero in, in the film. But I would say the blacksmith and Alexander Fu Sheng are the, are the two main heroes. Uh, Lo Meng plays a, a little bit more of a gray character, but he's still kind of in the heroic realm in this one. And I, I don't know. I, there's just a lot that's going on in this film. The the, the blacksmith is, has retired from the martial world because he once made this really powerful sword, and the man that he made it for, I think his name was um, Yanzi Fei. He uh, uh, he didn't want anybody else to be able to hire him to make a better weapon because he wanted the supreme weapon in the in, in the land, and he uh, he ended up. Uh, nearly killing the blacksmith and stabbing him through the heart, and the blacksmith vowed to to uh, to just make farming implements from then on. Um, and he's sort of brought back into the martial world because of this jade heist. And uh, you know, he's 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 asked by a number of people to be either involved in stealing the jade, involved in uh, helping to reclaim it so that it can go back to its rightful owner. And there's a pivotal scene that's kind of interesting where one of the thieves uh, tries to persuade him uh, that that his his sort of his 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 vows of pacifism are are useless. And he 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 demonstrates this by by picking up one of the farming rakes that the the blacksmith has been making and just slaughtering a bunch of customers that are in his. uh, He's got like a little lean to blacksmith shop. And uh, and so. So then they start fighting uh, with with dueling farm implements, and the guy points out that you know both of these are weapons, and you know and uh, and soon after that uh, his character sort of gets back into the martial world and uh, tries to help the chief constable reclaim the, uh, the the jade. So I don't want to tell people what happens, and I know I've probably done a horrible job of just laying out the plot. Hopefully, I didn't get anything terribly confused, but. That's that's sort of a big picture, uh, you know, uh, storyline. What, what th- this movie has so many things that I like, and it's got all the things that I look for when I'm watching, uh, you know, a martial arts movie. Number one, it 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 really it, it captures the um, 
the sort of cunning deceptions of the martial world and all the different contingency plans that that masters have in place and 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 martial heroes have in place so people have all kinds of concealed weapons within their weapons they have schemes within schemes and every just pretty much everybody is is kind of like one step ahead of the game and i really like that in fact i'm going to do a whole uh, podcast on contingency plans uh, because that's something that I try to incorporate in a lot of my Wandering Heroes of Overgate games and I really want to talk about that separately but this movie really made me think about that and I just like the way they did it I love heist movies I, lo- I love these kinds of films where where everybody's just fighting for the for the MacGuffin of the you know in this case the Jade and they're constantly shifting alliances and betraying one another and and the conceit the, the title of the movie comes from this one moment where uh where and i'm going to give a few spoilers so i'm not going to spoil too much but just a little bit so just be mindful uh the the master gambler has a uh uh the, the, i forget the name of the game but there's like a box where you you have to roll a die and 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 then people have to bet on what the die, what face the die is going to come up. And the box is rigged so that so that he can basically push a button and cause it to bounce to whatever result he wants. And so the hero uh, played by Philip Kwok, you know, says, "Okay, let's 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 gamble for our lives." And he and he and he takes out a little token. And he one side of the token says life, one side says death. He places it in the box. And then the master gambler goes to do his thing, and he finds that he can't. He can't cause it to flip over because there's a nail on the bottom of the of the token, and so it keeps the side that the hero wants on the face up. And I think death was the side that he wanted. So, so I thought that was a pretty that was, number one. I just like the idea of them gambling for their lives. I like the I like the I like the little deception there, and that was pretty uh, representative of of a lot of the little twists and turns throughout the movie. Um, the martial arts are great. Again, it's got, you know, Venom mob people in it. And so, you know, one of the great things about them is they're not just bringing, uh, you know, you know, good martial arts, but they bring they bring the athleticism. And these are the kind of people in many cases where you, you know, you see them flip and it's actually the actor flipping around and they are just unbelievable performers. Philip Kwok is is excellent. Lomang is excellent. Uh, you know, they're every the the whole the whole cast was great but uh but really the members of the venom mob i think stood out in this in particular just because they're so good at that that sort of athletic leaping around and jumping and flipping and and you know all while mixing in the martial arts so uh so again and that's typical of any venom film um and and again because it's a chang chan movie you know there's a there's plenty of bloodletting but there's not, it's not like, it doesn't come in overwhelming, um, you know, like an overwhelming rhythm. There's plenty of room for, for story and characters in this one. And it's actually, in a way, it's only about an hour and 36 minutes, but it's it actually feels a little bit slow because there's not constant fighting. I mean, when, when fights happen, they're exciting, and there's there's quite a few of them, but it's just not, there's a lot of scenes that are mainly about the dialogue and mainly about the plot line and then and then the the fights are the sort of the extra flavor that's thrown in um and and even though they don't happen all the time they can break out any minute so it you know again this this to me was just a it's a great movie um i'll probably be watching it again and do a more extensive uh review of it at some point but this is just sort of my initial you know i just saw it i want to i want to sort of give my thoughts um but yeah i uh i thought this was a was a great movie 
it's I think it's available. Well, I know it's available in, in, in the US on uh, Amazon Prime streaming. So if you have that service, you might want to check it out. Um, you know, I'm trying to remember if there's anything else about the movie I wanted to mention. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but the, the you know, the, the, the storyline's great. The, 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 the fighting is great. The, the, um, the, 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 just the way that they handle the sort of innovations with the martial weapons is, is really interesting. Obviously there's a blacksmith as one of the main characters. So it makes sense that that would be the case in the very end of the movie. I, I really like, they, you know, like everybody's got some tricks up their sleeves, whether it's they've got a dagger that splits into a bunch of daggers or a dagger that's got like that's magnetized and can can knock other blades out of the sky. But uh, but Alexander Fushung's character, he has a um, uh, he has a really interesting final weapon that, uh, that 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 he uses in the end. So, again, I don't want to spoil it, but but a great movie. I, I recommend it. And again, uh, I think Prime is really doing a great job. If you, if I, I, if you have to pick between Netflix and Prime, and you're a big martial arts fan, I would definitely consider getting Prime rather than Netflix. I, I have both, but I find myself watching Prime way more. Uh, so, so yeah. So again, the name of the movie is Life Gamble. It's a Chang Che film, directed, uh, sorry, uh, uh, made in 1979 by Shaw Brothers, and you know, I highly recommend it. Uh, so, all right, I will let you go. And until then, I'll talk to you later.